As a business leader, you know attracting top talent is just the beginning. Real growth happens when you lead yourself and others well. Creating a company culture that attracts, nurtures, and retains the best of all things. We'll teach you how to make an impact through a holistic leadership approach. Reframing success in leadership. This is the Talent Magnet Institute podcast with your host, Mike Sipple Jr. So we're here today with Tim Hanner, the president, CEO, and founder of Navigo. Uh, college and career prep services. Tim, thank you for joining us. I'm honored to be here, Mike. Thank you. Tim, it's been a real pleasure getting to know you over the last couple of years and spending time hearing about your impact, your leadership in our community, and all the incredible things that you do. And I know our last couple conversations we've had offline have been so much focused on the work of Navigo inside of the workforce pipeline and really connecting employers to younger employee potentials and helping those younger professionals and youth develop an attitude and perspective towards the future workforce. Um, So could you share with us just a little bit about what Navigo is and why Navigo? Sure, sure. Happy to. First of all, thanks for having me here today. Um, My background is really in education. I'm a a former teacher, um, principal, retired in 2011 as superintendent of the Kenton County School District. But in the last really 12 years in education, I worked directly with uh, students as a student advisory group. And and we were really about how to empower students while they're in middle school and high school for life beyond school. Um, When I retired, I wasn't ready to retire. I had to retire because I had to have a kidney transplant. I was ill. I felt a lot of work that was still very much left undone, very proud of the work we were doing in Kenton County Schools. But in starting uh, the thinking around why Navigo, there were two things that still resonated with me when I retired, and it came directly from students. One, that students weren't really prepared for life beyond high school to the level they needed to be. And two, that there were too many students just doing school, showing up, complying, but in which led to, again, uh, not prepared for life beyond high school. So uh, in meeting with former colleagues, friends in business and in education, um, uh, Ken Weiniger, who's a a minister now, uh, a pastor in a church, who's a former high school guidance counselor, Jim Cutter, who's a a self-made businessman, a leader in Northern Kentucky and um, uh, owns Cutter Construction, Jeremy Dieters, uh, uh, who was our board attorney, who president of the Dieters Company, and then a former student of mine, Ty Dykes, who's on Channel 5 in media. Uh, I've known just a different group of folks to sit and talk about what, how could we do something that would better empower students, um, really helping students find what, what are their interests, their passions, their talents, and what could that lead to in life. Um, and out of that was born um, two years of research and development before a soft launch into what we now know seven years later as, as Navigo. Is there a particular age group, time a student gets involved? How does a student get involved? Yeah. We really, in Navigo, have three, um, three different departments, three different divisions, Um, most recently, as in July 1st, we were acquired, merged with, uh, um, one of the leading nonprofits in the state of Kentucky and children Inc. And we merged our missions and 
Now it's a continuum of services from prenatal through really um, workforce attainment. Um, we ha- in the three buckets in Navigo, we offer private one-on-one coaching uh, for a student, a family to call and say, uh, my son is a sophomore in high school, um, does fairly well, but he's a little confused on what's next beyond life. Uh, we offer private coaching ongoing where we, we have coaches through Navigo. We recruit, hire, and train. And all of that's on a sliding scale depending on the income of the family. I mean, it's um, No parent was going to pay more than $99 for a session. It's not like some other folks are charging in the private sector out there. Um, we make this affordable for all families, but we also make it free for families who couldn't afford it. And what this does, whether the student's a, a middle school student, all the way through, we've, uh, I, I did a coaching session earlier today with a, a young lady who has her um, bachelor's degree in psychology, but is not sure what she wants to do with it. So it's the continuum of anywhere in life, helping pick, people figure out who they are and um, what their, again, the passions, their talents, their interests, their skills, and what that what are all the opportunities and all the possibilities. So that's the private coaching. We also work in schools. Um, we have a, a curriculum and a training module, uh, modules that we use in school districts. Um, we've uh, launched in Northern Kentucky and have partnerships with the Ledlow Independent School District, Erlinger Ellesmere, Bellevue, Boone County, Covington Latin, Pendleton County Schools, and growing. And what we do there is we work with administrators, teachers, uh, all staff um, over time to train them to be Navigo coaches. And, and it's, it's not like a typical program in school um, where a teacher in the past in an advisor advisee program would have a script, they read to the kids. This is really about relationship building with students. Um, we have non-negotiables before we work with schools. They have to be able to put kids in groups of 15 to one, meet with them ongoing at least every other week. We provide the curriculum, the support, and then do, um, follow up ongoing training and provide the activities. Um, because the real purpose of this is putting kids together in groups based on either common interest or what they're planning to do beyond high school so that our, our teachers, our administrators are really coaching the kids, asking more than telling. And so, so for example, in schools, students are doing research. They're connecting with um, employers out in the community while they're as early as freshmen and sophomores in high school, inviting those employers in rather than having a tra- traditional career day. Um, and then our last program that we're probably, the our last initiative that we're probably known the best for is a program called Navigo Scholars. In our Navigo Scholars program, this is where employers, especially employers with workforce needs, local companies, um, work with us to try to build pipelines back into the high schools. And in that, uh, a, a company like U.S. Bank, they, they now are going to have their cybersecurity headquarters in downtown Cincinnati. Uh, they've worked with UC and, and have a fabulous program with the Northern Kentucky University through their College of Informatics for cybersecurity. But if they don't have students in middle school and high school knowing, first of all, what cybersecurity is, and two, that there's a huge workforce need, and then really, most importantly, what does that job look like? Are you sitting behind a computer looking at a screen all day? And the answer to that is no, I've learned. 
that they want a diverse workforce, diverse thinking, um, backgrounds to bring teams together. Um, so they worked with Navigo for us to find high school students, um, juniors in high school. We've worked, have a program where it's a two year program. The kids meet every month with U.S. Bank, um, hands-on activities. A second meeting of the month is just with a Navigo coach. So they process what they've heard with the company uh, and prep them for the next meeting. We co-design all the activities in the summer with the companies, uh, and and the coaching sessions take place on company site, Uh, Pomeroy, um, Duke Energy, uh, Toyota. we have uh, several companies now that we work with, and it's we, we went from a pilot a few years ago with about 30, 32 students uh, to this year over 200 students in, in northern Kentucky. And the way that works, Mike, and what's exciting about that program is the companies work with us to say, here's what we're looking for. Uh, here, here's the type of worker we need, uh, whether it's in advanced manufacturing or logistics. Saney is one of our newest, biggest partners. Um, sports medicine and St. E or nursing. And then we take the information that normally would look like a typical job posting and turn it into something that makes sense to a high school student. Why would I want to come to work at St. E and go into sports medicine? Um, and the companies do a fabulous job of that. Um, then we work with the high schools to share these opportunities that St. E will have a Navigo Scholars Group for nursing, and they're looking for 15 students uh, in these particular high schools. So it becomes an honor if they're selected because the kids, the students literally have to go online and apply to be a Navigo scholar just like they would and fill out an application if they're looking for a job. And then the companies actually make the selections. Navigo's job is, is, is I was going to say threefold, but it's about tenfold. It starts with really working with and recruiting the companies, which we're doing right now. We're looking for companies that want to work with us to help recruit students um, so that they know more about uh, their workforce opportunities. And then secondly, we work with the companies in the summer to build the curriculum, the activities that they want to make come alive for the students. And we show them how to do that. We hold their hand in that. Navigo Coach works with us, with the company, gets to know them. Then as soon as school is starting, we're recruiting students in the schools, uh, working with the high school guidance counselors, working with the assistant principals or the principals and the teachers. We come in and do presentations in the schools for the students. And then the students apply. Um, and it's, it's exciting to go back into the schools. We, we notify the students who are selected, meet with them, tell them the expectations um, for the year. We also... Um, connect with the students who weren't selected. Uh, many times it's very, very competitive and we don't want to discourage. We, we, we share other opportunities that are available uh, in the region, in the area that they can get involved with. We've had students apply for multiple and, and get selected by multiple companies. So uh, the Navigo Scholars Program, we're excited about the, uh, there's interest beyond Northern Kentucky in, the, in our region. Um, and because it's, it's where we are in our country right now, we, we can't just rely on students coming out of high school, going to college, getting, there's too much money involved. They're too into a college education today. There, there's too many opportunities right now in workforce. 
where that's being, re- and you know this with the work you do, it's being redefined daily with what companies are looking for. And we're working with the high schools so that they're on the cutting edge of what that, that means. Yeah, thank you so much for that, Tim. The, the impact and the opportunity for employers to get involved earlier and earlier and earlier in education absolutely is how to help with the conversation of workforce talent pipeline, not just in the U.S., but globally. Yes. Right? And I'm certain there's upper, you know, what you're doing here is an incredible, hopefully, pilot for the whole country. And I'm hoping there's also other models that are working really well like this in other cities, but, you know, helping this expand. So how do companies learn more? How do they become more educated about this as an option for them to attract and retain great young talent? Yeah. um, We have uh, in, in March and April of 2018, we're going to have open houses at the Northern Kentucky Chamber of Commerce. Um, Be more information through uh, Northern Kentucky Chamber. They can also contact us by going to our website at navigoprep.com. And um, we come out and meet with the companies, listen to their needs. We, it's the same thing we do with our schools. If a school meet, wants to meet with us, we go listen to the needs. What are the needs of the business? And then we help them by saying, um, by sharing what are the opportunities in the schools. And it's vice versa. When we meet with schools, and they know that they need to get more students college and career ready, connect more students to their own passions and what they can do. We, we take them where they are and really develop a, a, a long-range plan with them. And it's the same with the company. So it's very customized to the company's needs. It has to be. It has to be. When you're working with a, a St. E. hospital that has incredible opportunities, um, their needs in particular areas, even within their own company, are different. Uh, when they're talking about their needs for lab techs versus RNs versus sports medicine, versus, that's um, that's interesting for me as a former educator to start thinking about immediately students I know um, who, if they would have known about those opportunities back when they were in uh, a freshman, sophomore in high school, they would have aspired to that. Um, it's the same thing in advanced manufacturing. And even within the advanced manufacturers in our area, there are common needs, but there are individual needs within the companies. Uh, and what we work to do is to, again, help craft that message back into schools. But it's even more than, it's not, it's, it's, it's not advertising. It's by having these kids do the other thing that we are seeing is the companies are investing in these students while they're in high school, really looking at them as future employees uh, because it is more competitive right now. Is there some type of relationship that, you know, with the employer itself that guarantees that, or I guess you couldn't guarantee, but, you know, locks in high school students for employment in the future? Or is it just that they hope that they have a great experience and they come back when they graduate college or? graduate high school. It's interesting because that's been discussed with companies and with students, and they want the opportunity. What they don't want is a contract, meaning for the, if I've, if I have 15 students in a a group I'm working with who are, um, that I've selected for an application process, why a student is 16 or 17 years old, what I want the opportunity as employer is to cherry pick, if you will, that these five students rose to the top, 
I really want to go after these students as they graduate uh, and and stay with them. Right. These others, it's not that they were bad or did anything wrong. It just may not have been. Um, these students may choose to do something else, and that's we we want kids figuring that out while they're in high school, right. not once they get on the job and work for three months and say this isn't for me. So for the employers, it's an advantage of they're screening. And then for the students, it's the same. By going into this program, do I have to go into it? Am I locked into this? Um, and the answer, again, is no. All this, this gives you a huge opportunity to know people, uh, to learn skills that you're going to need on the job, to really learn more about these careers. Duke is a great example of this. And then Toyota has been as well, that students go in thinking they're interested in X, but by the time they go through and see all the opportunities in Duke, it may be that they're interested very much. I may have gone into it because I thought I was interested in being a linesman, but then I found out about their incredible opportunities in their CAD program, and that that can change even while they're in the in the scholars groups. That's excellent. So again, we're here today with Tim Hanner, President, CEO, and Founder of Navigo College and Career Prep Services. Tim, so we want to have, um, when you're referencing the students and we're referencing the employers, how do you reach and educate the parents, which I'm sure are a key part of this, as well as the students? Is it mostly through the schools that partner? Are there public outreach? How do you how do you educate more parents and students that this opportunity exists? Yeah, it's it depends. I mean, again, with our three divisions, um, and, and I'll start with the schools. Uh, we work with the schools to follow their lead, but through the training, um, we advise that they have parent nights, that they have ongoing communication with the parents, um, and, and that's part of our curriculum we share with the schools. In our Navigo Scholars Program, uh, we have a Navig- we have a scholars kickoff at the end of September. Um, the way the parents find out about the opportunities is. We share the opportunities with the schools, and the schools are to get that word out into the communities, um, into uh, with the students. Uh, but once the students are selected as a Navigo scholar, that ongoing communication with parents is critical, and we work with our coaches to ensure that happens. So after every coaching session, the the coaches debrief with the parents via email, and that email also goes to the employers. Um, and then they stay in ongoing communication with the parents. In our one-on-one private coaching, we're excited about this, Mike, because now that we're with Children, Inc., um, just on the 14th of February, was announced uh, the Eva Ferris campaign. And in honor of uh, Eva Ferris, Oakley and Eva Ferris, who are huge philanthropists in our area, um, in honor of her 100th birthday next December, there was a campaign that was launched that will raise money to provide coaching, Navigo coaching services for families, for students, for free on a sliding scale, depending on the income of the family. So we will start right now. We're raising the money to offset the cost. But this summer, we'll be announcing a campaign and uh, advertising so that parents can call and um, come in and meet with us with their, their, their child. As, and and so that they can have a Navigo coach, a one-on-one private coach. And those coaching, uh, we have um, relationships with an incredible relationship with Thomas More College. 
We also have agreements with NKU, Gateway, uh, Cincinnati State, so that the coaching doesn't happen for the private one-on-one. It it doesn't happen back in the high schools. We want kids on college campuses. So one of the couple questions we have here for um, the employers, right? How do we, as you're speaking and employers right now are listening, leaders are listening, people are listening to this. What's your outcry to them? Why do they need to get involved now? What's the impact that, again, they're not just going to have on their organization, right? There's the business impact, but there's also the intrinsic community impact. So can you do, you know, share what you share when you're sitting across from an employer to say, hey, you really need to evaluate this. This is something you should do to help the business as well as help the community. Yeah, the, the help the community comes with just providing opportunities for, for students more relevant real world opportunities for students from between the ages of 14 through 18. I mean, that our, our schools and many times our schools don't know what they don't know. And, and since I've left education, that's what I'm seeing. So there is the part of, we need more relevant real world opportunities. Our high schools are crying out for that more and more now, whether it's internships, job shadowing and apprenticeships. Um, we're in that space now uh, because we've been doing this work. We're working with groups like ADECO and others who can provide apprenticeships to students before they're even 18 years old. So from that side of it, more businesses stepping forward saying, I want to help students, but in turn, help themselves. When we first started this, we were talking to foundations, and we still do from businesses. Now we're talking to more HR departments that if we invest in high school students and give them these opportunities and are able to see that our company is a destination. And this isn't, this is, again, this is the biggest difference, Mike. On the school's end, this is not career day. On the business end, this isn't just a tour where kids come in, look at our factory, look at our plant, look at our hospital, look at our, and walk away and say, oh, that looked cool. I think I'll do it. This is a true relationship building ongoing with students you've handpicked based on applications. And it could even be based on interviews if the companies want to do that. So it's, it's, getting, it's, it's investing back into their own communities, into their own schools. Um, everything from the work we're doing in our in-school programs, coming in and, and, and meeting with those students ongoing, uh, being there when they ask them to come, sending particular type of employees to meet with the kids, all the way to the Navigo Scholars Program, which is beyond the school day. This is in the evenings, kids on your site, working with them at St. E, putting them in, in scrubs, doing mock surgeries um, all at, at Mazak, having them on site at Mazak in an advanced manufacturing um, uh, company to where we're working now, the senior year in high school for a lot of students need to be apprenticeship programs where they're out of the high school, on the job, and what we're doing at Navigo is building that pipeline, the in-school work, the, the scholars to apprenticeships and then employment. Tim, why? Why for you was this the next chapter? What motivated <laughs> you to create this, vision this? What did you see? What's intrinsically driving you? Well, it, it's, it's been a journey and it's been one that, um, honestly, it's been a labor of love. Um, Meaning that when I retired the way I did and the way I had to due to illness, for me, it was what's missing, what's needed. And, and 
I, I couldn't get out of my head what I was hearing from high school students I was working with. Uh, there was a young man who graduated uh, from Dixie Heights High School uh, and came back to me after he graduated. And because did, we did student empowerment programs where we in, empowered the students to have an impact on our school district. And so it wasn't just about student voice. This was truly about student empowerment where we had three goals in Kenton County and the students wrote our third goal, meaning that it was that they used to say, Mr. Hanner, you can't wait until students get to high school and then expect them to. This starts earlier. We've got to engage kids as early as primary age and, and in meaningful activities. So the third goal in Kenton County was all students would be engaged in meaningful activities beyond the classroom starting at uh, third grade. And, and for us, all meant all. And that was when it says beyond the classroom, our high school students are the ones who saw the importance of if a student doesn't feel like he or she belongs or fits, are we really offering enough at an early age for them to be a part of a team or an organization or a club? We took that to our elementary principals, and our elementary principals said, hallelujah, we've been waiting for this. Let's blow this out. Let's pr provide and create more opportunities. And then that drove what happened in the middle schools, which, again, more students engaged, and the high school students were the one. And research bared that out, but it took our high school students screaming it that, to say the reason why earlier. Yeah. yeah. And then at the high school level, what it turned into, and I'll use, I said, Dixie, I'll use it. It turned into more high school students having more opportunities to feel, to be a part of something, everything from video game clubs to um, chess clubs to so on and so that it came from the kids on how they wanted to come together and be a part of something. Um, but it, again, what resonated with me was that we have students engaged but are they engaged in, in things that are going to help them for life beyond high school? That's where we were going next. And to me, that was still very much left undone. Um, and I will say this, Mike, the best ideas that we've had since we started Navigo, we've had phenomenal input from businesses. We've had it from our schools, teachers, parents. It, it's from our students. We have focus groups in our early days with students uh, we did a pilot and got feedback, did focus groups with the students. But now what keeps us real is we have a Navigo student board of directors. And these are um, sophomores, juniors, and seniors at high school that meet with myself and our director, Stephanie Layton, every other Sunday afternoon. They work on projects. Um, they're right now working on videos that will engage middle school students to get them ready for high school. Um, but they also give us feedback on what we're doing, how we're doing, and how we can do it better. That's great. Everyone knows to run a great business, you need to have a great board. It sounds like you've engaged <laughs> your audience. Yeah. Absolutely. That's wonderful. So in terms of, you mentioned community growth and expanding throughout the territory. You've mentioned several Northern Kentucky organizations that are, are invested in this and sounds like have been since the beginning. What are you trying to do to reach out across the region and what can the region do? You know, there might be some listening today that have never heard of Navigo. Right, right. We've um, recently this year, um, Partners for Competitive Workforce out of Cincinnati and in Northern Kentucky have, have met with Debbie Combs, who's now with them, and Hope uh, Arthur. And um, 
and we've had interest from Cincinnati Public Schools recently in in talking to a couple of their programs. There are a lot of people doing a lot of incredible work in this area. Um, I think what we're doing is being able to tie it together and build that bridge between high schools and employers and post-secondary. Um, so our vision is more employers investing um, more time and interest, just reaching out to us so we can meet with them, explain what we do. We, we also are proving now we can do this at a distance, meaning we, we have a pilot this year with New Philadelphia, Ohio. And our coach, our trainer who works with them is in Lexington, Kentucky. So via Skype, via uh, conference calls, we do on-the-ground face-to-face training. We provide the curriculum, but then the ongoing support is now virtual. Um, And they're looking to expand next year. Right now they do some in-school coaching with 11 different high schools that feed into a career center. Next year there's interest already talking about the scholars program up there. Henderson, Kentucky, we're doing a pilot next year through United Way of Kentucky with employers for Navigo Scholars Program. Okay. So if individuals listening do, are not aware of a resource like this in their community, they could reach out and say, here's where we are location-wise, and we'd love to. Yes. And you can help either guide them in direct relationship or possibly point them to other partners Correct. that you're aware of doing things in their region. Correct. Um, I think what we're able to do, again, and what I, I, I we take pride in is we don't come in with a canned package program. We listen to the needs, assess the needs, and many times it's about connecting partners. Uh, and then what we feel we offer through our, our curriculum, our training, um, and our experiences is being able to connect the dots uh, between employers, uh, schools, post-secondary. Uh, we've got in, in incredible plans coming up for Northern Kentucky through our education co-op, uh, and, and putting a, a network together that would consist of businesses and post-secondary and schools working together for solutions-based, um, create, creating solutions that we don't even know are possible right now when you put the right people in the room that know the needs but also know how to do the solutions-based thinking. That's wonderful. So a big part of our this Talent Magnet Institute podcast is helping listeners succeed in leadership, business, community and life. And um, to those listening, it's been a real pleasure getting to know Tim. And he and I have been involved in many things covering all four of those categories, right? Um, From work that Centennial's invested in in our community with early childhood education and building into families and helping men lead and love their families well. Tim, you've been a great connector. You just referenced it in that area, which we're very thankful, very thankful and our opportunity of serving organizations, knowing that in order to win in today's talent workplace and in order to help kids be more successful in, in entering into the workforce, and as you referenced, really finding some purpose before they ever enter into the workforce, right? To identify what their callings are, what their gifts are, and um, helping those young people find their own leadership, and show up to lead great businesses and to have confidence in their abilities, the confidence building, Tim, that you're doing through the Navigo program. I mean, that's so powerful for these kids, right? Giving them the opportunity to say, wow, yeah, I've got some significant interest in talents and skills. And someone who's 30 years my senior just told me that, right? It's it's a great point, Mike. And that's what we're seeing. A a few things that, that you just said, I think that resonate. One, it's, it's, 
very similar to the all-pro dad's work in that starting earlier by building those connections and building self-confidence in authentic ways. Uh, and what I see, the, the, the kids coming out with shoulders back and heads up, we, we cannot do enough of that because it's authentic and it's real. As they progress through school, some of the times, and, and, and I'm a product, I mean, I was in public schools uh, 27 plus years, uh, as a, uh, and if you put all my education into it, over 40 years. We, with great intentions many times, miss some of the gifts and skills that students bring to the table that are sometimes non-academic that businesses are looking for right now. And the more that we can start identifying those and identifying those earlier and put value on them, one of the most exciting things, uh, whether it's Toyota or Duke or a, a um, C-Forward with, with Brent Cooper and identifying a student to come and work and be an intern um, from small to large, when you have a student who's been recognized because this student might have the potential to be a, a skilled machinist and you might have companies scrambling to try to get this student. Everything they can, yeah. Being put on the same pedestal of this student who may be going to UK um, on, a, on a partial scholarship in engineering and we're showing the value because the, if we want to look at uh, earning potentials, they're, they're comparable. If we want, but more importantly, both these students hope we're, we're going to be happy in life, yeah. and um, and and feel value in what they do, and I think that this is part of what we're helping in schools and in communities to see that there's value in from skilled trades to uh, certified nursing assistants to that these are sometimes entry level jobs that right now companies are. Are scrambling trying to find out, trying to find the solutions to recruit um, people into those areas. Tim, one of the other interesting parts is I we've been doing research and just learning more and more details about the Navigo program. It's and students technically are also incentivized heavily by certain colleges in our community who have right. really partnered with you. So can you just share some of that interworkings and even some of the offers that yeah. you have colleges in our community that have offered? Yeah, um, it's, again, by having students on these college campuses for the coaching sessions in itself is huge. The, the, the colleges and universities in our area and, and, and down in Lexington now with work we're doing down there with um, bluegrass and so on, they want these kids to have that, that college feel but more importantly, our college feel, whether so, it's NKU or Thomas More. Okay, so those college sessions that you referenced earlier yeah. are actually happening on, or the the coaching sessions, correct, are happening on college, on college campuses. campuses. Wow, okay. And they give they 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 open their doors wide and say, "Come on!" Like at Gateway, for example, um, we have a a new program that just launched with Saney Physicians for uh, medical assistance, and Gateway. They're very strategic on where they want those, and they're taught over in the uh, Edgewood campus. Okay, um, Thomas More College uh, it was the first to step up and say, uh, Dave Armstrong, the president, uh, the first year it was a $10,000 scholarship to any Navigo scholar, anyone who goes through our program and is successful. Wow. Now he's up that to any student who successfully completes the Navigo Scholars Program uh, will receive up to 50% off tuition the whole time they're at Thomas More. That's incredible. And it's been phenomenal. We're seeing 
first gen college students take advantage of that because you got to remember that that's minus their financial aid. If they get financial aid and financial assistance, that can go with that. So if a student came in with a scholarship and it paid for a quarter of the tuition, the Navigo scholars would take it up to 50%. So they can take it up to 50%, but that, that is, again, separate from financial aid. Uh, it's exciting for us now as we walk across campus to see our Navigo scholars. Um, and then we have a relationship also with the colleges um, Cincinnati State, UC, Gateway, NKU, Thomas More, we have tr- we now have those employees who work part time for us as Navigo coaches. So they're they're working with us um, and coaching kids in our scholars program. And what we'll do in the in the show notes here, we'll also list a link to your website, uh, a link to the video. There's a video on the website that I think is very inspiring and encouraging, where you can see some live testimonials. Is there a um, a definition, a, a success story that just really inspires you? Like, wow, that story gets me emotional, gives me goosebumps, and is why I get up and put my feet on the floor every day? Yeah, I, and, and the two that stick in my mind just as of right now, this moment, and there are many. We've got a young man, Nick Arlinghouse, um, who is a senior in the Boone County School District who's our first paid employee for Navigo. He runs our website and IT and he's on our board of directors and uh, just a phenomenal young man. Um, uh, Dylan Game. I could start Nate, but the, the, when you said that, the first two that came to mind was one of, she was in our first class of Navigo scholars. Her name's Leah Mack. And um, Leah's a first gen college student um, at UC. When, when I met Leah, um, she was selected by Toyota as a Navigo scholar interested in engineering. She was in in Cincinnati public school student end of her junior year. And I came to recognize her as one of the 32 selected in this program. And first thing she said is, can I call my mom and got on the phone with her mom. And when I talked to her and said, so engineering, and, and she said, can I make a confession? I said, yeah. And she said, all my friends, she said, I'm good in math and science. And all my friends who are good in math and science are going into nursing. I know I want to go into nursing. And one of my teachers told me, Lee, I think you'd be good in engineering. She said, but Mr. Hanner, I'm not sure what engineering is. And she said, I want to know more. So um, I'm excited. So the, ne- she, the next year she worked with Navigo coach. Karen Delaney happened to be her Navigo coach. And... Um, she, had, she knew that she thought she could go to college. She would tell you she had no idea, no clue. And this isn't an indictment on schools. I mean, when you've got one counselor per in, in large high schools, 450 to 700 students, students like Aaliyah Mack, who's a strong student, good student, knows she can go to school, uh, was getting help out of the guidance counselor's office, mm-hmm. but was quiet, not going to push and ask questions, what the Navigo coach was able to do, we ended up with scholarship offers. She had her choices of colleges to go to. She got a full ride to UC. Um, she lives on campus. Again, first gen. Her mom's a phenomenal lady, single parent. Would drive her to Thomas More to coaching sessions. Um, but now Leah just spoke last on the 14th at a, at a function that we had. And she's a junior at um, UC. 
She just spent six months in Toronto as an internship. She's going into human resources and international studies and got a list of things that she's doing. But her stories of the opportunities that she's now had in college because of the things that she was pushed to do her senior year as a Navigo scholar really have changed her life. The other one I would share very quickly is a young man who's a senior this year with us, sponsored by City, and he's a four-year Navigo scholar. Um, when I met him, he was coming out of the eighth grade. Um, his name's Brian, and uh, Brian Padilla. And Brian, um, quiet, would not raise his head, no, very little eye contact, uh, lack of confidence. Um, he has been ignited. He has a, his Navigo coach happens to be Kendall and Madden. And uh, Kendall and Brian's work together. And this, this particular one was a one-on-one coaching. It wasn't a small group coaching like we now normally have in our scholars. Um, Brian's on our student board of directors. He's the president. He's also the student rep now on the Boone County Board of Education. He's been very heavily involved in Interalliance. Um, he wanted to be an aeronautical engineer. So he has on his own contacted us about who we knew at Delta has gone over uh, on the winter break and shadowed overnight with Delta employees. Um, Brian had the opportunity to be a governor scholar this past summer, turned it down because he was selected to go to the MIT uh, internship program, and most recently um, is going on scholarship to MIT next year. Yeah, and just the, yeah, and the, the fact that in these cases, these kids are, are going on to four-year colleges. I could equally say the young man in Grant County High School who was a master welder um, that was being recruited by Toyota and other companies when he came out because he learned how to send out letters, he learned how to showcase himself, was not academically a strong student. What he, We got him when he was a senior and his ACT score wasn't what it needed to be. Uh, would have continued to work to get that up, was offered a job. Again, now a few years later, this young man is a, a, main, a, a foreman over a maintenance crew making really good money, happy in life, uh, and again, saw value in the work that he was doing. His high school was huge in that help, but also the opportunities provided by Navigo in, in connecting with his Toyota mentor helped as well. Yeah, the stories really lay out that all kids need the same opportunities and all have so much potential inside. And this is another way, again, the encouragement to employers and people listening, it's a, another way they can help others become the best versions of themselves. Exactly. Right. And see their fullest potential right? exactly. that, um, that lives inside of them. This is just igniting that and showing them the opportunities that exist to them as well. Yeah. Mike, I think, Let's say it was a company that says we uh, thinking we really don't have huge workforce needs, but we want to help. This is about the young man I just described, Brian Padilla. City, this wasn't about a pipeline coming to work for City. This was City saying we want to invest in these kids. If this student had a Navigo coach, um, how could it change his life? So they've sponsored the coaching for Brian the last four years. They also did it with a young lady, Alaria Long, graduating from Holmes High School this year, um, who's still making her decision but is going into nursing. She knows that. She did a job sharing with St. E. Mm. Uh, probably, my guess, uh, would end up at Kentucky State or at uh, 
Uh, she's looking at also a college down uh, down south. Um, they also sponsored um, a young lady who graduated from Holmes last year who's on a scholarship at Thomas More. Uh, that when we met her uh, was painfully shy, painfully quiet, and um, still is is quiet but is confident. And she graduated with Holmes with a 4.0 in their IB program. So, yeah, I mean, it, and um, and going into nursing at Thomas More College. Well, I'd be a little remiss if I didn't say once a bulldog, always a bulldog. <laughs> um, I, too, am a Holmes High School graduate, as go. are both of my parents um, and um, my wife and my wife's family. So um, so thank you to those employers investing in Covington Independent go. Schools uh, and all schools in our community. Let me and tell you just, a real quick thing about Holmes, and this is something we have going on that's a pilot. Yeah that we are thrilled with. We launched it last summer. We are doing a summer melt program with, with Holmes High School, meaning that all students um, graduating this year from Holmes will be in small groups with Navigo coaches for the first time. It's um, a grant through the L.C. Sewell Foundation. Um, we got into this at the end of the year last year, right after the students graduated, um, what happens, and this is true for a lot of urban schools, it's honestly true for all high schools, um, but it's even the numbers are worse in urban and rural disadvantaged, that students, ha- we hold the hands of these students while they're in high school, they get accepted into college, and then after April, and as they graduate in May, there's a, a, a term that's uh, it's out of Harvard called summer melt. The number of students that melt away in the summer and never make it to first day of college is astounding. And in urban settings, as high as 70 and sometimes 70% of those kids never make it to day one. Even though they qualified, were accepted to go to college. At Holmes this past year, we got involved this past summer and contacted students, reached out to them. The number of students who were accepted and made it to day one in one year doubled from the, the previous year. Wow. This year, we were in there earlier. All of the students were partnering with Life Learning Center. Um, we've connected with Covington Partners and the, work, the fine work they're doing at Holmes. Um, we're excited because every one of these students graduating from Holmes this year, not only do we want to make sure they have a plan, but we will stay with them until they start college and even all the way to the second semester of the freshman year in college. That's something we see. We've got a, a, an incredible curriculum month by month. It's chunked for the coaches that we see that it's going to be replicated in other high schools. That's great. So if an organization's investing in a high school and wants to have that oh. similar type of experience, they can reach out to you absolutely, and say, here's what we're trying to accomplish. Can you help us accomplish that? And we've heard interest from other uh, this since it's a pilot, we want to make sure we're we, in our, our early data from last year, even though we got started late is was phenomenal yeah. this year. It's we're excited about what's happening, the response, what's coming. And we know that we have something now that if other schools and um, other sponsors for other schools want to get involved, uh, it's, it's definitely replicable. And I love your comment. And I know, a lot of business leaders love the comment of data and outcomes, right? Being able to take and step back and look at the impact of these decisions. And you're able to see distinct impact yes, in those kids that you're in the businesses and the community and in the schools that you're working with it's, as well. It's critical. Yeah. 
Well, um, again, we've been here with Tim Hanner, the founder of Navigo College and Career Prep Services. Um, thank you for joining us today, Tim. I really Honor. appreciate this time. I, I hope that those listening well. are as inspired by everything you're doing as I have been and uh, very fortunate to be close to. Um, again, well, thank you for joining us here at the Talent Magnet Institute uh, in our podcast where we're helping you succeed in leadership, business, community, and life. Thank you for listening. Tim, again, thank you for being here. Thanks, Mike. And I look forward to our next conversation. I look forward to it as well. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Talent Magnet Institute podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode and help spread the word by leaving a review. The Talent Magnet Institute podcast is made possible by Janelle Spence and Christine Lewis of Centennial, Josh Chappelle and Adam Smith of Soundpress, produced by Chris Medine of New Fidelity Studios and Audra Casino and Megan Doherty of One Stone Creative. Music written by DJ Corbett and Chris Medine. And myself, your host, Mike Sipple Jr. We are recorded in Greater Cincinnati, Ohio. We're supported by our listeners from all around the world. The Talent Magnet Institute podcast is part of the Talent Magnet Institute and Centennial. You can reach me on Twitter or LinkedIn at Mike Sipple Jr. Find us in your favorite podcast app, or you can visit us online at talentmagnetinstitutepodcast.com to subscribe, leave a review, and share with a colleague. Thank you for joining us on the journey of developing leaders to succeed in relationships, work, community, and life, reframing success in leadership.